If you have questions, please use the raise hand function. Start with Rob Tichkowski, Post Media. Hi, Mike. Uh, the players are expressing, you know, all the confidence they have in, in you as a goaltender. I wonder if you flip it around and, and just talk about what you saw there today. It looked like a playoff-style game where they fell behind a couple of times and, and kept their pool and, and found a way to grind one out. Yeah, absolutely. A commitment to winning. And uh, it takes everybody. It's not what a one-man show. It takes, it takes your whole team. You're not going to win or go very far with, uh, with one or two players. So I think it takes a, it takes a group. Um, to be successful in this league and to, to have parity. Um, the guys did a tremendous job tonight just to hang with it and, and make sure that we're, you know, controlling what we can. And we, we got some big goals there and obviously a big one by Cap at the end there on the power and uh, gets us another two points was a huge for a group. And oh, uh, is it helpful to, to, I mean, Calgary was... They had a chance to maybe wiggle their way into it a little bit. Now you put them 12 points behind. You don't have to worry about them anymore. Is that uh, a factor into this? And you can just kind of worry about who's ahead instead of who's behind you? I mean, more about us. I think we just we didn't play as well as we wanted to in, in Montreal, and we wanted to rebound with a, a better effort tonight. And I thought right off the, the get-go we were we were humming pretty good and, and uh, you know, got behind a couple of times and were able to come back and get in the game and then, you know, push along and, and able to get the third one. But we've, you know, done a good job to, you know, separate ourselves from the pack a little bit. And we want to continue to do that and, you know, give teams kind of no hope that are out of the playoffs right now and looking in. So I think that's, you know, been a main focus of our group just to kind of keep pushing forward. And we want to be playing our best hockey going into the playoffs. And it's not a switch you can just turn off and on. So I think we want to continue to play well. Mark Spector, Sportsnet. Mike, tell us about us media guys and hockey people talk about the goalie that doesn't let the next one in. You know, in a 2-2 in a game, you really got the feeling that three might be enough tonight and you just, you don't let the next one in. Is, do goalies think that way or do we just think that way? You guys think a lot of ways that... <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. But... Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously a mindset you have to have. I think it's, you know, when when the other team gets a lead, you, you obviously don't want it to get out of reach where you feel like your team can't come back in the game. And I think when you're just down a goal, obviously your team's still, you know, far from done. And, and I think that's, you know, one thing that's been exciting about our group this year is you feel like even when you're down maybe one or two goals, you're, you're, you know, you're just one shot away from getting back in the game. So I think, and we're capable of doing that. And we've shown that. So I think our, our group knows that when we're down, we can come back. And we, when we have the lead, we can, we can close games out. And you got to find, you know, we've talked about it all year. We've got to find different ways to win hockey games. And we've been doing that all season long. And it's great for our confidence going into uh, the most important games. Your GM last summer went after Jake the Markstrom hard. Didn't get him, signed you. And your numbers are crushing Markstrom this year. Uh, is that a personal thing for you, or is that just happenstance? Could care less. Okay. Ryan Rashog, TSN. Mike, this was supposed to be, you know, one of the most grueling parts of your guys' schedule. Obviously, it hasn't turned out that way. But it seems like maybe the grind has been a little bit more mental for your group. With all the, the extra time you had on the trip, now you've had another game canceled. How do you think your team is kind of dealing with that grind and, and kind of dancing around these curveballs that are getting thrown at you? I think every team has battled it at some time this year. So I think it's, uh, we've been lucky, obviously, that we haven't had anything until this point. And 
Um, you know, we knew going into the season that it was going to be a weird one and it was going to be, you know, there was going to be some different points in the season when you don't really know what's going on. So I think it's just some adversity that every team's got to deal with. And, um, you know, there's going to be adversity going into the final games of the season and into the playoffs. So I think that the more mentally sharp you can be and strong you can be, it's, it's only going to help out in the most important games. Yeah, I mean, every game that gets moved is obviously going to be a crunch somewhere down the road. So I guess is the focus just on really taking the rest when you can get it, and taking advantage of a stretch where you don't have to play a ton of games because you know it's coming on the other end. Yeah, absolutely. It's something that's been talked about a little bit internally here that um, who knows how many games we're really going to have to play, um, you know, just judging by the schedule and how many games have been missed. So we want to make sure that we're, we're taking care of ourselves and getting the proper rest, but also playing, you know, important hockey games and with the uncertainty of kind of the number that's going to get, get there by the end of the season, we want to have as many wins accumulated as possible. So I think it works both ways. Obviously, we can't look too far ahead and worry about the games at the end of the season. We've got to worry about the ones that we can control, and that's the next one. So that's all we'll do. Dan, I'll need your Bowman, the athletic. Uh, Mike, did you see tonight's game as a, you know, the style of game, the type of game that you're going to need to play in the playoffs to, to be successful? Yeah, I mean, I think you're seeing more and more of that, more, you know, the more teams we play here, um, you know, the standings are tightening up a little bit and, uh, you know, teams are, you know, the points are so important. So I think as you get closer to playoffs, the games become more important and the style of play changes a little bit to tighter games. You know, probably the team that makes the most mistakes is is going to lose. And that's something we've been talking about and make sure we're, our minds are in the right place and we're, we're playing the game the right way. And one that we can sustain going into playoffs and, and not just make the playoffs, but make some noise in the playoffs. So I think we're, we're learning how to win the right way. We're learning how to do the, the little things it takes to be successful and be consistent. And it's showing in our play and it's showing where we are in the standings. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.